Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of the Mind and Muscle Show with your boy, Adrian Moreno. I am so freaking happy, so grateful to have you here on this beautiful day and getting, I mean, I'm, I'm honestly extremely excited for you to dive into this impactful conversation that was just held on Clubhouse. So before I dive into this, let me backtrack. I know that you heard the last, I mean, the the last episode where we talked about, you know, the simple fact that I am leaving fitness coaching and dipping into another style of coaching. Yes, fitness is a small aspect of what we do, but it's not what we do, right? So my awesome business partner, Nikki Hoffman, that I built Mind and Muscle Energetics with, we are, we decided, you know, we want to start putting more content out together. We want people to know both of us as a dynamic duo, in other words. And so we were like, well, how can we do that? And I got an inspirational idea. I was like, well, what about Clubhouse? So if you don't know what Clubhouse is, Clubhouse is basically like a social media, another social media media platform where you host live conversations in different clubs in different rooms with awesome people who speak on specific topics and um it's I mean honestly like it's no video or anything like that it's literally just like a conversations it is so freaking awesome I it's like a let me tell you straight up it is a playground it is so fun on there I am absolutely enjoying it so if you don't have clubhouse I strongly recommend you getting um, getting on clubhouse now two things about clubhouse is one it is only for iPhone users as of now two you have to be invited on clubhouse to actually get in and be able to utilize the platform right talk about fomo anyways. Um, so we decided, yeah, let's go ahead and let's start doing clubhouses. So let's go ahead and let's host a clubhouse and let's see how this one goes. And wow, we got so much amazing feedback on this particular episode right here that we decided, you know what? We're going to do this every single week without fail. So we are going to start hosting our live clubhouse conversations every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, every single Thursday. And trust me, you don't want to miss these conversations. So get your ass, open up that Google Calendar and put it in because you're not going to want to miss because the things that we're going to be doing on there, it's, I mean, not just the things we're going to be doing, but the conversations we're going to be having are going to be powerful and you're about to get a little taste of that right now, okay? So we go ahead and we're going to, so these clubhouse uh, conversations, by the way, we, we're going to host them on Thursdays, but they're going to be posted on this podcast on Mondays, okay? So every single Monday, now we're going to be releasing two episodes a week on Mind and Muscle Show. Every Friday, my, uh, my uh, you know, original the, the, the regular, you know, the, the regular uh, episodes that are released every single Friday, whether that be an interview with an awesome person in this space or whether that be just me chiming on about something, those will always be there every single Friday. Those will be released. However, these will now be released every single Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Every single Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, these episodes will be released 
on Mondays. Did I say every single Thursday? Oh my God, guys. I know I'm confusing the head out of y'all because I am conflu- confusing myself. Okay. But anyways, just know that all of the clubhouse episodes live are going to happen on clubhouse app itself at 8 p.m. Eastern every single Thursday. Now those clubhouse conversations will be posted on the podcast every single Monday here right here or you're listening to this right now but trust me you're going to want to get on these live okay these conversations so this conversation that I'm about to show you me and Nikki went ahead and we walked through the three main energetic blockages that are responsible for whether you are chronically getting the results you want or not getting the results you want and this are this is so simple yet such a profound conversation we had a profound conversation even with an awesome friend of mine on here um but next week next week you're not going to want to miss it because we are going to do a live sub modality belief change with a lucky audience member oh my god gonna be freaking awesome anyways guys enough with this long ass intro and let's dive right into the conversation get your pen and paper take notes because this one is a good one now also please um bear with us the audio here is not that great because we kind of just like we're figuring it out on clubhouse like that day so the audio is not great but i promise they will be better from this point on all right love you see you soon Boy, Kobe, what's up? I got two of my clients on here. That's freaking awesome. Hey, guys. I hope y'all guys are having yourself an absolutely wonderful day. I know you guys are. Kobe, I hope you're doing good, man. Hope you're feeling a little bit better. Give me a sec. All right. Hey, Lori. All right, guys. We're gonna give. We're gonna wait until 7 p.m. to kind of start. This was our very first time utilizing Clubhouse together, me and Nikki. And we were like, okay, let's like hop on five minutes early so we just kind of know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we literally just thought of this idea last week and then here we are doing it, right? Here we are doing it. All right, guys. So, okay, so there goes Brogan. By the way, um, I don't know, Erica, I don't know if you or Brogan or Kobe, or Kobe you actually just joined um, Clubhouse, so I'm not 100% sure. But if you guys know how to, because I remember somebody telling me that you can record these episodes. If anybody knows how to, you're more than welcome to come off of mute. Yeah, and, like, you can't do it in the app, Adrian. Um, people are recording using whatever other technology they have on their end. Oh. Okay, I like can use my phone. Or something. Okay. I'm not exactly sure how people are managing it, but the app itself does not have recording functionality at this point. Okay, so maybe I miss, yeah, maybe I misunderstood whenever they tell me, but who cares? At the end of the day, we are still here with some of you VAU people people. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to dive right in, guys. Um, by the end of this, by the end of this, you know, um, 45 minutes to an hour, we're going to do our best to keep it in within that time frame. But by the end of this call, you're going to be very well aware of the main three reasons that people either consistently get to where they want to go or they consistently don't get to where they want to go. And one thing, let me preface something here, is, uh, you see, how do, I, how do I say this? Whenever, whenever people, like, 
are searching for like answers and searching for specific like you know big keys and big golden nuggets they're, they're thinking it's going to be some amazing you know heaven sent out of this world type of stuff but i think all of us can agree that common sense isn't common practice <laughs> so a lot of what we're about to share right now these things are very simple and they may not seem like energetic blockages but at the end of the day everything is energy there is absolutely nothing in the world that exists outside of energy the most fundamental level of reality is energy nothing else Absolutely. In fact, I forgot. Go ahead. No, I just said absolutely. That's so true. Yeah, I forgot who said this, but somebody she said they they asked her. They're like, it's like a YouTube video. Um, I was watching something with Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he just popped up, and I was just when it, and I watched it. Somebody said, "So what is reality?" And she just answered back. She was like, "Well, to be honest with you, uh, we don't know, but all we do know is it's just one big vibration." She was like, that's all we do know. It's just a big vibration of energy. So whenever we say energetic blockages, we literally mean this can be anything. But what does energetic blockages mean to you, Nikki? So for me, one of my favorite quotes is actually, everything is energy and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy, this is physics. And that's your boy Albert Einstein that said that. Um, oh, you gotta send me that because I can tell you read that on something. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I have these amazing little quote cards that I keep by my my lamp. But for me, when you re- it's removing the energetic blockages, but ultimately raising the frequency you show up as, because you're always, always, always attracting people just about or at that same frequency. So it's so important to understand yourself and get rid of those things that are holding you back from anything but vibrating at that frequency you want to be at. Mm, beautifully said. And real quick, before we dive in, I know some of you, I mean, at the end of the day, you guys definitely know who I am. But for people who are going to be listening to this later on, um, I just want to go ahead and I want to, hey, yo, Scotty, what's up, bro? Um, <laughs> I just want to go ahead and give a little quick two-minute story on who me and Nikki are. I'll go first, and Nikki can dive in right after, and then we're going to get right to it. Does that sound good, Nikki? Yeah. First, actually, if you guys have any friends that you think would, like, enjoy this conversation, if you want to go ahead and ping them, I don't if, like, press the little plus button in the lower right-hand corner and just ping them, and it'll send a notification that we're actually having this conversation in the first place. We would appreciate Awesome, that. yes. If you think anybody would benefit from this, that's really what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. Who do you think will benefit? And at the end of the day, it's kind of like everybody and their mama. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Anyways, um, my name is Adrian Moreno. Um, I used to be a fitness coach. Now I am myself. (laughs) In other words, um, after losing 91 pounds, just to make this super short, I'm not going to go on the whole spiel, but after losing 91 pounds, Um, I basically kind of stumbled upon a spiritual awakening about 70 pounds into my journey. And once I started to like, start to realize a lot of new things about reality and just the experience of what my life had become, 
from going from one side of the spectrum in terms of like physical and mental health all the way to like completely different side of the pole. I was like, oh my God, I got to get everybody on this side of the pole. And that became like just a driving force for everything that I did. And, you know, I ended up starting personal training. That led me to, um, you know, hiring my first business mentor, which led me to, uh, you know, starting an online fitness company. And, you know, um, Scotty was actually somebody I started my business very close with. But um, within the past couple of years, I've been able to help over 100 people. And it's just been a really amazing thing. However, within the past few months, I just realized being a fitness coach is very limited. And I felt like I'm trying to put the infinity, I'm trying to put infinity in a box by being by being a fitness coach. And I, I'm pretty sure all of us can see that you can't put infinity in a box. <laughs> so I just decided to kind of take a label off and said, you know what, I don't know what I am. All I do know is I develop people on, um, I develop people who develop people. And that's really the entire mission for me now is I don't have a separate mission but my mission is simply to provide what's needed and when I look around and I see what's needed I believe the number one thing that's needed right now is consciousness full raising of human consciousness and that's exactly why me and Nikki are put our minds together and birth mind and muscle energetics and that's why we're doing this beautiful thing together so that's my little TED talk there. Hope you got to know me a little bit. And Nikki, go ahead. Beautiful. Love it. So my journey into this actually began when I had my first child, actually when I was pregnant with him. And I realized that everything we put into our bodies and our minds like really mattered because I was creating another human. And that was my first awakening and awareness to the fact that I was doing the same thing for myself. So with that, I dove really heavy into nutrition and mindset and all the things. But with that, with coaching clients, I realized that there was a reason people chronically self-sabotage. Because if we don't figure out why we're doing things we're doing or what we're really hungry for, then you're not going to consistently do the things you need to do to become who you want to be. So I dove heavy into NLP and got certified as a practitioner there. Um, I also do Eliminate Your Limits with Brian and Carrie Grasso, and Lori actually does as well. Um, actually, I'd love to hear from you a little bit, Lori, too, about like why you're doing what you're doing because it's on such similar paths as us. But for me, it's, it's truly, like Adrian said, just making it about the ripple effect, just helping raise the consciousness of humanity and really loving ourselves and getting our own our own stuff just worked out that way everyone we come into contact with does nothing but benefit because I feel I truly feel like if you you have so much self-worth and self-love and you realize how impactful every thought decision and action truly is then that's how we're going to change like all the generations to come mm, beautiful beautiful Lori yeah I would actually love to hear a little bit about you yeah so Adrian, you are a delight and I know Nikki really well and I I know if, if Nikki's hanging out with someone then that is a good thing. Aww. That good energy. Yeah. Thanks Lori. <laughs> yeah and I'm similar to Nikki, um I mean I was it was before I even had my son. I had a long journey of yoga. I've been practicing over 30 years. Now I got exposed when I was a teenager my family decided to go stay in an ashram. 
one oh, summer. Wow. So, you know, random. But it was an eye-opening experience for me, and it created a journey of me wanting to understand who are we? What are we? Mm-hmm. What is this thing called life? <laughs> and oh. then how do we be the best version of whatever this is? Absolutely. You know, we're stuck in this human body as this energy. And like you, I know I learned what we put in is is energy. Mm-hmm. So if I'm putting in crap, <laughs> crap thoughts, crap food, <laughs> crap anything. I can't produce anything other than that. So it is an exchange of energy in everything um, I think about and do. And when it comes down to how are we in the world, well, the world is us. Mm-hmm. We are oh. literally the entire world. So if I see something in my space that kind of irritates me, I see a person or a situation or a thing and I feel like my energy has shifted, it's not the thing, it's me. So I always have to come back to me and figure out how do I align back to my center? Because if I see it, it's it's mine. It's nobody else's. And mm. that's where the energy and the energy blocks, really when it comes down to it, it's that's it, that's us. If we can get rid of those blocks, like the world opens up because we are exactly the world. Everybody. Oh, so in other words, you happen to you. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely happen to you. There's no life happening to you. There's no he, she, it, whatever. Yeah, it's it's you. One thousand percent. All day, every day. If you want to be able to claim the good stuff, then you also have to realize you got to claim the shit. Yep. Mm. We can't we can't like just. Dis- that part of it is us because we showed up and we're awesome. It's all us. <laughs> all oh, I love it. I love it. And guys, if you, if, as we go about this conversation, if you guys want to like chime in, feel more than free to you know raise your hand. That little that little raise your hand thing, and um, we would love to hear you guys out. Um, we may. I'm not sure how Nikki feels, but. We may even take somebody through a little bit of coaching live on here, depending on how the natural. Ooh, somebody raise their hand. Raise <laughs> for that. That's good stuff right there. Oh, somebody oh, did. Yeah. Let's see who it is. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Yeah, bring Scott on. Scott, bro, did you raise your? Hold on, hold on. Uh, how do you invite to speak? I got him. There we go. Yeah, what's up, guys? Hey, Scott. What's up, bro? What's up, man? How you doing? Doing well. Doing uh, a little red light therapy right now, actually. Nice. Oh, interesting, interesting. So, what's up, man? What's coming up for you? Uh, yeah, I just uh, I saw you guys this little uh, ping on here, and I I think I joined Clubhouse, and that was the only day that I've been on here, and I was like, hey, I like this topic, so I wanted to see what you guys were uh, were chatting through. Awesome. awesome, man. Do you do you have any specific? Do you feel like you're having any specific challenges right now in terms of? a mental block or like yeah. something. Absolutely. What is it? Um, yeah. So obviously, you know, Adrian, but I'm a fitness coach like Adrian and my, uh, my mental block right now is, so I had a really good last year and the last couple of months have been challenging, more challenging 
um, in the sense that I'm, I'm not living up to who I, the person who I was last year as far as like hitting my numbers in my business. And so I'm struggling with allowing myself to be okay with that while still focusing on like, okay, how can I get back there? And it's the, it's the, how can I get back there that I'm trying to discover? So I've been doing a lot of deep thinking like, okay, like what did I do when I was super successful like that? Like, what did I think? How did I act? What did I eat? What did I say? And I've been trying to like uncover that part of me to bring myself back to that that state of just feeling like I'm crushing everything in life and I'm not finding that. So that's what I'm struggling with. That's amazing. Um, so first question that comes to mind is, and you said it yourself, you said state. So when you think about like how you woke up and what you felt and what you did first thing in the morning, was that different then than it is now or is it the same? Um, in particular, how I woke up, uh, yes, it's, diff- it's, it's different now, yeah. Okay. Do you feel like you come from a place of trying to figure it out and like a lack of understanding versus like acting as if and acting like the same Scott as last year because you knew things were rocking and rolling or is it different? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> well, now that you bring that question up, like I'm definitely not acting like, I'm definitely not acting like it. I, I guess I'm more in like uh, the search mode versus like the act. Yeah, now that you bring that up, yeah, the search mode versus the acting mode. Yeah, and that's honestly, it's like, it's so simple, but it's so critical because the way we feel and the way we see ourselves and the way we act is the way that other people see our see us. So we're like a we're constantly like a magnet, drawing people in, and if we are projecting that frequency then it makes total sense that back then you were able to make things just flow because you were in a completely different state. So I would identify what it is that, what what specifically were you doing differently? What thoughts were you having? And then maybe what thoughts are you having now that we need to remove? And there's so many fun techniques we can do to completely change the way we feel and interpret things. Um, but that's the first thing I would dive into is, coming from like what your vibe and what your frequency is because when we operate out of that abundance and like that knowing that everything's going to come everything will you attract you know what you think and feel so okay i appreciate that yeah and then uh, (laughs) go ahead no go ahead go ahead no go ahead nikki i don't know when we're going are we going to do a submodality belief change this call or next call adrian um i wanted to go ahead and knock it out next call Perfect. Because the way that this one's going to go, but okay, so we already got into the first energetic block, guys, and that is your state, a hundred percent, like the the way that you're showing up. But what actually makes up your your your? Okay, so first, Nikki, if you can answer what a, your state is and what it is that actually makes up your state, and maybe even giving us a few ways to completely change our state. So for me, I kind of covered it just a little bit ago, but some ways that you can completely change your state. Oh my gosh, there's so many ways. But one of the best things I think you can do in the morning is to, the way I do it, I get my heart rate up right away. I focus on how I want to show up. I focus on how I want to feel. I focus on who I want to serve. I like to go outside of myself. And this is what I teach my clients as well. When you're focused on love and service, that's the highest frequency you can operate out of. So when you're coming from that place and what you're giving to this world and you're coming from abundance, 
it changes everything. So get your heart rate up. Think about those things. Think about how you want to feel and then go into some breath work and meditation because with meditation, you're constant. You're, it's the only way, not the only way, but you're able to like unstress your mind and it just helps you get clear on so many things. Like you have so many profound things come up for you during meditation. I don't know if you want to speak on that, but for me, those are some of the best ways to raise your state, breath work, meditation, being super clear on your intention when you start the day. Because if you're not clear, no one else is going to know what the heck you're here for. You know what I mean? And Lori had touched on it. She's like, what is this all for? Um, it's for love like it all comes I for me anyhow I can't speak for anyone else but it comes down to everyone wanting to feel safety love and peace so when those initial needs are met the rest kind of falls into place along with knowing yourself and removing some limitations but we'll get into that safety love and peace you hear that guys once those needs are met flow is kind of like an inevitable consequence so ask yourself where in my life am I not feeling safe Right, because safety is huge. But before I before I actually talk about that, I want to talk about a few ways that raising your state. I mean, a few very easy and practical ways to raise your state. Because yes, the way you're carrying yourself can literally become a block or become a doorway to everything that you want. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, one of the number one. Well, at the end of the day, if you really pay attention to your emotional state. You will see that your physiology, like your your like physical body, is a pretty easy representation of what's is. I mean, it's a pretty like easy kind of like tie as to how you're feeling, the way you're feeling. Like right now, actually, let's do this. If you are in a place where you can, where you can do this safely, um, and you you're like you know you're see safely, like if you don't feel safe, you won't. If you don't feel safe, you won't even do this, right? So if you're in a place where you feel safe, if you're not driving. Um, if you're, you know, who cares? Who cares who's around? But if who's around makes you feel safe enough to stand up. And I just want you to stand up. And I want you to go ahead and I want you to put both hands in the air if you're able to. Put both hands in the air. And I want you to just go, yes, 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 yes. You're going to go, yes, 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 yes. I love my life. Every day, in every way, I am getting happier, healthier, and wealthier. Every day, in every way, I am getting happier, healthier, and wealthier. And in this state, try to make yourself really depressed. (laughs) With your hands up, and you standing tall, with your chest out and your chin up, Really try your absolute hardest to become depressed. And you'll see, it's damn near impossible, but go ahead and just drop your hands down, shoulders down, chest in, head all the way down. And watch how quickly your vibrational frequency just drops. So, Whenever you're not feeling too great, what I recommend almost everybody to do when they're not feeling too great is pay attention to the way your body is actually positioned. Because we have this muscle, and there's another thing, there's a reason why I work standing up, mm-hmm. is because we have, oh, I can't even, oh, I wish I can like pinpoint this muscle, but we have a muscle where basically it is the muscle that contracts 
whenever we are like whenever you go to the fetal position it's the muscle that brings your system down brings your body to like the fetal position and this muscle here i think it starts with an s or a p if you happen to know what it is huh are you talking about the psoas yes glory for the win (laughs) yes there you go thank you thank you whenever you yeah, there you go. I knew it started with a P or S. I was like, one of those. Yeah, all good, all good. They call that, they call it, they call it, when I heard it was a stress response muscle. So if you're feeling in a very, very stressful place, and that's just how you're feeling, sitting down literally keeps that muscle in the stress response by sitting down and hunching over. That's why whenever we get scared or whenever like you see like yeah, whenever you get scared, how many how many times have you said I just want to curl up in a ball? Well and two, Adrian, that's a protective measure because mm-hmm. our the front of our body doesn't have the it's very vulnerable. Think of your stomach, your sex organs, your chest. And so yes. it is it is a protective thing, but also those positions as well as those mood states change your hormonal system as well. 1,000%. So you're, produ- you're producing cortisol in that state, and yet when you had your hands in the air doing all of that, you start producing DHEA, which is a master hormone and the vitality hormone. So oh. our state is driving our physiology, and it's also driving... I mean, like everything you said with energy, but it's really cool when you start thinking, hey, is it even worth it for me to stay like this? Because I don't want to be producing cortisol all day long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, no, I want DHEA, which you can buy at Target and take, uh, not recommended. <laughs> but the idea, like, you can actually change the chemistry going on in your body with all of those things you just talked about. And then that supports you staying in a better state being able to do all the amazing things Nikki was talking about. So really good, really good stuff. Really good stuff. For sure. Awesome. And, it, and another thing, guys, is dance. Oh, yeah. Starting dance. the day with dancing. Oh, oh my gosh. Goodness gracious. Yeah, you get that energy moving. Yes. yes. Literally, I dance for 10 minutes every morning, and I tell my brother, I'm like, look, for these 10 minutes, you just stay your ass outside <laughs> because I feel safe to get crazy Whenever no one's watching. When people are watching, I'm like, oh, I don't feel too safe right now. <laughs> dancing is one of the greatest forms of medicine as well. But dancing, you will see it. And it, like, seriously, I mean, what it does to your energy, especially at the start of the day. I don't like to exercise first thing in the morning. A lot of people do. I personally just don't. And because of that, dance is my exercise. But, like, there's days where I wake up spinning. I mean, there is some days. I mean, like, a lot of people, they interpret me as, like, they see me as some jolly guy who never frowns. But <laughs> I'm a human being. I have my days. Like, literally, dance will wipe out the way I'm feeling. And for me, thanks to Nikki for this tip, the, procrast- the procrastination dance, yes, I don't, yes. it's, it's not like I do it because I'm procrastinating. But now when I do dance, I, if, if I'm feeling like low or down, whenever I do dance, I intentionally envision shaking off just, I don't know, this is the, the visual my mind creates, just dark ass waves of energy. 
Mm-hmm. And with that like intention, like I truly do feel negative energy kind of just go away to a point where it brings me back to our natural state, which is well-being in like in every sense of the word right there. Totally. But anything that anybody wants to add, Nick, anything you want to add here? Yeah, I'll add the um, a little bit of extra tips on the procrastination um, dance. So procrastination is tied to shame. So when you know you need to do something or you've been putting something off for so long, you're, you naturally feel shame. And the easiest way to get rid of this is, like Adrian said, just get up and move. Move constantly for at least two minutes and tell yourself all the reasons you love yourself for two minutes straight. And then when you're done with that, go straight into what it is you need to be doing. And this works like gangbusters. It's it's amazing. And another point I wanted to make real quick is the fact that you can be, you can be diagnosed with depression, you know, but you can't be diagnosed with confidence, which is kind of crazy because it's just the polarization of depression. So like, let's start diagnosing ourselves and each other with confidence. Oh my God. That was a mic drop. I've never heard that in my life. Total mic drop. It's because we only want to diagnose what's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like and that's our, our entire model is based on looking for something wrong, rather oh, yes. than cultivating something right or so you know serving. So what a great point, Nikki. That was a mic drop. <laughs> well, I I won't take credit for it. My coach Chris Bolger was the first person that told me that. I'm like, and I felt the same way. I'm like. Oh my gosh, that's it's amazing! So <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh man, yeah, that's great. <laughs> but <laughs> to speak to your point, Lori, of that's what we're constantly looking for. It's a protection mechanism, so our brains work to keep us safe at all times. Um, so we're constantly seeking and searching for the things that could go wrong. Um, but we can really rewire our brain and the things we focus on and put intention on. That's why I think it's super, super important to set your intention at the beginning of the day because if you're not the day just kind of happens to you and like scott was talking about like you can constantly be searching for the reasons why things may or may not be happening versus just focusing on the way you want to feel and how you want to show up and you know the things you want to be so yeah one of the things scott said that was really interesting too is he was talking about comparing himself to last year Mm -hmm. and like that that was the pinnacle you know, like in, in comparison, last year was better than this year. But what if this year actually is better? It's just different. And it's whatever that metric that he's focused on that is keeping him thinking that he's not succeeding because it's maybe the number of people or it's a dollar amount or something else. But if he focused on what is all the things that I've grown with and where have I expanded and what am I really crushing it? without looking at the metric of last year but from this moment right now how am i crushing it so then he'll start seeing more of that and build that you know ask Ask better questions that's so key lori last year's last year that's it that's not even real anymore it was real as right now so yeah like yeah that's so key truly like literally and that's one thing Lori and I are both in eliminate your limits we're both coaches for that and the one of the main things they teach you is to ask better questions because that's what your mind is going to seek so a good thing oh she wants to Nicole wants to speak to um the the one thing that you could do is like why am I showing up 
you know, to serve blah, blah, blah. Like, just ask better questions. And Nicole, I'll let you. Go ahead. Okay, sorry. I went to go and add it, and then I re- realized I had never activated the mic, so that I had to drop off for a second. Oh, but, it's all good. Uh, I just wanted to say I really love being in here. I uh, Obviously, um, I know you, Nikki, and I've uh, recently become um, a fan of Adrian's. I've watched a few of his videos, and I just want to say Aww. I'm glad to be here. I love listening to you guys, and I just want to acknowledge that. Um, the one thing I did want to say was that, especially in re- reference to Scott, one of the things that I really worked on this year that um, kind of shook me a little bit was how much I was really holding results as to being responsible for how I was feeling. And so getting into state is part of that is the process of releasing all the results for your, you know being responsible for how you're feeling. And so when you're coming up to the day and you're deciding with intentionality and deciding in advance how you're going to feel and that everything is working even when the results aren't there or even having that belief that what's going on is working um, and that it's not not working according to last year's numbers, you have to continue to be in that state as a decision and an internal representation for yourself and let go of the clients, the money and you know whatever metrics you know that you're holding accountable for your feelings go for making you feel better about what you're creating beautiful nicole i love that and that's actually like the perfect and thank you so much for being here and you know i love you um (laughs) (laughs) you that's the perfect segue into the next point and that's the focusing on the the uh, lead indicators so what are the the habits and routines that you need to have on a daily basis and make it based on process goals identify like what is critical for you to move forward to whatever that vision is that you would like to have first get super super crystal clear on that vision but then just really get like make a list and figure out what it is that you enjoy what are the things that you need to be doing daily simply and consistently and delegate or delete the rest like if it doesn't bring you joy and i know this is a conversation adrian and i are actually having tomorrow if it doesn't bring you joy and if you're not showing up as your highest self in those actions figure out how to delegate it to someone else or remove it completely because it's not worth what it's going to do to your energy and how you show up in the world yes that's see one thing here is i i'm gonna and this is something that i currently am working on but I can say I've gotten, I'm actually proud of myself because I'm getting pretty far with this thing. And I, me and Scotty, we're really good friends. So we mastermind every single week. And, um, I've been like, I, he's been like, kind of, he's kind of been with me on this like struggle when I share with him these things is when people think about lead indicators for the results that they want. Okay. So I'm guessing we're talking in terms of, yeah, we are talking in terms of getting the results that you want. Correct. So, when people think about their results and they're like, okay, what lead indicators? What daily actions do I need to do today to actually create that? What they do is they specifically only tie their actions to that result. So this can be things. So let, let, let's let's go ahead and tie this in with business. So they can be like, okay, um, I gotta DM, I gotta you know, I gotta make organic posts, I gotta you know, follow up, I gotta do sales calls, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. Look at all of these actions, and then what happens is their calendar ends up looking like they don't have a goddamn life. And they get to a point where they're working to a point. And this was like, for me, like I, 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 the, long, the most I clocked in in a week was 103 hours. And whenever I clocked and I did work hours, 
And when I did that, I looked back and I was making the most money I ever made in my life. But, oh my God, my health was shit. My state was horrible. Regardless of the amount of money that was coming into my life, the amount of joy that was in my life was completely non-existent at that point. And so whenever you think about lead indicators, what I'm going to challenge you to do is to first put your personal priorities Mm -hmm. first before anything else in your calendar and look at that as a lead indicator because we all got habits of like oh yeah i'm creating these habits for my business but do you create the habits for the most important part of your business and that is the one who is running it you're right so look at your calendar and ask yourself man do i do i have fun scheduled in my calendar as a lead indicator because one thing i know is writing lights me up more than anything else Mm -hmm. having conversations with nikki (laughs) lights me up more than anything else being able to read being able to meditate being able to go have dinner with my mom on sundays because i'm a big mama's boy being able to like call my dad being able to sit down and chat with my brother these are things that light me up in a deep deep way so before any other lead indicators go down on the schedule I go down on the schedule. What is going to keep me at a peak state that's going to allow me to continuously show up in such a way that raises the consciousness of everything that is? So I want you guys to focus on your personal priorities, your personal standards. One thing I'm doing is I'm cutting all work off at 5 to 6 p.m. the latest. To me, this isn't work, by the way, guys. I'm like, I literally <laughs> love this. So this right now is a personal priority to have this in my calendar. But um, like, really set up your own standards and things like that. But one more thing about habits, guys, is look at your habits as just see, uh, one thing about habits is they're completely unconscious. Mm-hmm. So changing a habit is not really comes it doesn't really come down to changing a habit but it comes down to becoming conscious in that moment can you really be conscious in that moment because if you're fully conscious and you're making decisions you're not letting your automatic nervous system and all your your you know thinking patterns that you've set up you're not letting those make your decisions well, Adrian, you're making a decision. Absolutely. And you know how our first phase is awareness. Awareness is key. One of the, the best ways you can get clear on what your habits actually are and where your time leakages are is by doing like a daily TikTok. Um, every hour, take some time to write down what you actually just did that previous hour and see like, are you showing up in the way you want to? Are you doing the things you need to? And if that is something like a lot of times I think as business owners, we like Adrian said, put ourselves on the back burner. So really, really, really prioritizing scheduling ourselves first and then scheduling the, the rest last because when you show up fulfilled, you show up completely differently. And then it also helps you get super clear on where those energy leakages are um, and where the time might be wasted. Yeah, guys, don't, don't let yourself become a block, uh, your own energy block to your business by trying to build a business and not building a life. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a completely different like thing there. I, I mean, 
when I was at a point where, like, I'm going to be very vulnerable with you guys here. My income is damn near slashed in, in I mean, like, way, way lower than where it was. Because I was at a point where I was, you know, almost hitting the $9,000 months. And when I look back to those months compared to, you know, where I'm at now, I'm just like, would I, tr- would I go back to hitting that amount of money in to like, you know, to actually but trade off the amount of joy I feel every day now. And it's like, no, because I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to build. I mean, when, when my business and the way that me and Nikki look at this thing is like, can we make sure this thing is a truly, truly legendary to a point where it lives on way past our time? And I don't know about you guys, but I can build a a a legacy or a temple or a, or an entity that goes and serves for the like for infinity i can't build something like that from a state of stress and anxiety and, and just like dealing with so much pain and being in a sympathetic state like you want like understand guys when you're in a sympathetic state and and when, when your nervous system is in that state what's happening is you you're trying to build a business from from a bald fist and i want you to ball up your fist right now and then ask yourself how useful is that how useful is that fist the only thing that that fist can really do is cause pain right i mean you can punch somebody in the face but hey you're causing pain so it doesn't look like it can do much but whenever you open up that hand and you're in your pet sorry jesus (laughs) <laughs> you're in a parasympathetic state if you open up your hand you can actually do so much more you can write a message that influences somebody or better yet you can pick up a cup of water and nourish yourself so ask yourself how do i really want to build my business but what daily actions am i taking that are like because guys i want you to focus on I think now off of like the new, the way like the world is going, we're so busy on focusing on our actions and focusing on what we need to do. I encourage you to focus on your energy more than anything else because you can get way more done in way little time by having your energy optimized in such a way that you're in a state of flow. And when you're in a state of flow, trust me, you no, but your your daily actions like just i want y'all guys to make try to make decisions from your future self mm-hmm. like understand that this decision today creates my life tomorrow boom yeah beautiful does, boom. It, does anybody else have anything that they'd like to say right now i feel like we've been kind of talking a little bit yeah i don't want to just go on it just Anybody? Oh, Scott does. Oh, there we go, Scotty. And you got him, Nikki? Or um, let me see. I think so. I I think I got it. Boom. What's coming up for you, brother? You can hear me? Yep. Yes, sir. Perfect. Yeah. So, just everything you guys have been saying has been really resonating. Um, The act as if really spoke to me. I'm actually uh, writing down in my journal now, just reflecting on my day, and that's one of the big takeaways from this talk. Is just. It's funny, like, you know, I know this and I teach this to my students as well, but it's like, you know, you hear it in a certain context in a certain way and it just speaks to you like, duh, like, that's of course what you should be doing. And 
um, in the you know in the best way possible. Like like it really this this talk has really helped show me that. Um, and and I, I forgot maybe it was Lord talking, but about like how it's you know as compare myself to last year and the results thing. It's like you know what are you doing good this year? Like what could you find that you're doing good this year? And I was thinking through that. I was like, man, I'm actually doing a lot of good things this year, just in a different way. And that like just that moment right there, that moment that I had, like really, you know, hit the dopamine sensors and it made me feel really good. Like all right, like you know, I can't give myself some credit and. Yay. That's amazing, yeah, so Scott. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you for Momentum that. Momentum will happen now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I appreciate that, just because it's you know it's uh, I haven't. I mean, I haven't given myself credit, and it's always just been God. Why am I? You know, what else do I need to do? What am I lacking? So, just thank you guys for this talk. This was this was good. Amazing, Scott. One thing, if that did hit the dopamine dopamine centers like that, I encourage you to count your wins every night. So just write down three to five really good things that you did for the day. It's kind of, it's a little bit different than a gratitude list. It can be as simple as reaching out to 10 people to see how they were doing, you know, just really honor and focus on the good that you are doing. Because I know if you are friends with Adrian and I've followed your content, you're doing amazing things. So yeah, focus on that and more of it will come. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And one more thing that, one more thing I want to, uh, I want to, you know, kind of add here is we were very tough on ourselves. And, I, you know, I was having this, I had this, I had a conversation with a client like two and a half months ago, but they were like dealing with a lot of like shame. Like they were beating themselves up a lot because they weren't working out. They weren't, their nutrition was going to shit and they were all over the place. Guys, by the way, I cuss a lot. That's how I choose to express myself. Anyways, um, and I was like, well, t- tell me a few things that you absolutely adore about yourself right now. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Adrian, I can't, I can't give you an answer. You're right. Like, I just can't give you an answer. And I was like, okay, well, how about we do this? And Scotty or anybody who's dealing with that, that, that kind of feeling of like, man, what, what, what the heck's wrong with me? What, what's wrong with me right now? First off, literally nothing is wrong with you. Um, because if you look if you look up and you look at a cloud, I'm pretty sure you're not going to sit there and say, oh, my God, that cloud is so ugly. It should not be shaped like that. Everything it is perfect just as it is. So remember that. But secondly, step outside of yourself, like Nikki was saying. So find if, if you're struggling with, like, you know, kind of self-love or self-appreciation because that's everything, sit down and write down two to three people. That, that you know mean, like, I mean, they just mean the world to you, right? That'd be a spouse, a parent, a sibling, a mentor, somebody that you just absolutely means a lot to you. And then close your eyes. Just step outside of your body, and your mind can do this. It's pretty freaking cool. But step outside of your body, and you can, like, kind of get a, 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 you know, like a third-person view, like you're watching a movie. And then you kind of zoom out from yourself and you go and you get into the body or into the perspective of that person. So let's say, let's say, so Scotty, I, I know you, you have a wife. So let's say you step into her, her perspective and you look at Scotty now from that perspective and you say everything that you love about that poor person. 
everything that you're grateful for. So when I did this, I stepped into the shoes of my clients. I stepped into the shoes of my mother and my brother. And I saw things about myself I never even knew were there. And then I started to appreciate myself way more, all of my flaws, all of my whatever. I just started to realize, oh my God, Adrian, you you are freaking amazing, dude. Like you are, I mean, like you're so much more than what you see. And the thing is, guys, when we're looking from our perspective, we look at our perspective, we look from our perspective every day. So we don't really, it, it pays to have a new, a new set of eyes, but you don't actually physically need somebody else to give you those new set of eyes. You can do it yourself because the same consciousness that is in that next person is the same exact one that's in you. Yes. So even a practice like that is huge. That's huge. So I encourage you guys to try something like that as well. So perfect. Absolutely. Now, I want to move into the next one because this is, I, I'm seeing how this is painting a perfect segue into the next one. <laughs> and if you're ever wondering, man, why do I act the way I act? Why, do I, why am I continuously showing up like this? Why am I continuously making these kinds of decisions? Why am I continuously doing this, 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 and this? Right? And if you're acting in a certain way, it's because you're, Let's reverse engineer, right? Just like you're setting a goal, right? So let's say you have a goal. I want to make $10,000 this month. Okay, I want to make $10,000 this month. How many clients do I need to get? Okay, I need this many clients, okay? How many people do I need to talk to? Okay, blah, 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 blah. You reverse engineer all the way down so you know what you're doing every single day. People don't really do that with their life, but let's do it, okay? So look at your <laughs> results. Your results, which are, I mean, I guess we can call it your life, but in reality, your life, I mean, you don't really have a life, you are a life, like how Lori was saying, but your results, if you're acting a certain way, it's because you're feeling a certain way that's driving your action. If you're feeling a certain way, it's because you're thinking a certain way. Now, if you're continuously acting in a way that you know is not serving you, it must be you are, it must be pretty, I mean, if you can trace it back, you must be continuously thinking in a way that's not serving you because you always follow the direction of thought. You always follow the direction of thought. Lauren, I don't, I'm not sure if I, um, if we know each other, but Lauren, if you're sitting down thinking about a sandwich, you would, thinking about it long enough, you'd end up making a sandwich. Nicole, if you were sitting down thinking about a headache long enough, you'd end up with a headache. If you're sitting down thinking about going somewhere, you're going to go there. You literally follow the direction of your thought. So what's supporting your habitual thinking process? And if you look at what's supporting your habitual thinking, you can always trace that back down to a core belief. It's, it's like it's, it's, it's your belief system. And it's like just like any building that stands tall. No building can stand tall and strong without a strong foundation. In the same exact way, no consistent thinking pattern can stand strong and tall without a belief that is supporting that thinking. So that is where you want to start to discover what are my beliefs that are 
kind of driving my thinking in such a way. So we're going to give you guys some techniques on our next week Thursday. We're actually going to take somebody through a we're actually going to take somebody through a belief change. It's going to help them change a belief. We're also going to give you some practices and if, real quick, um, Lori, I'm about to let you come on because I saw you come off of mute. I, I'm pretty interested in what you're about to say. But if you guys want to, um, we actually have a practice, um, a full training that shows you exactly how to reprogram your beliefs. Like, And it's like something that happens pretty fast. So if you want that training, just go to mindandmuscleacademy.com slash reprogram. mindandmuscleacademy.com slash reprogram program and you will be able to download that training all right but aside from that lori i want you to go ahead and express whatever is coming up yeah it was just it was on what you were just talking about um where we started with results after scott um left the stage and going backward to behavior and beliefs and really it's it's understanding that beliefs create behavior and behavior gives you results. So if you are looking at your results and you're trying to change them, you have to go upstream all the way to the belief. You can't just skip to the behavior and try to change that. Mm-hmm. You have to go to the very front of the line to get to that belief that's got you in that thought pattern that's creating your behavior. And I think a lot of people skip that you know, they don't, they don't know to go that far back. All right, I've got results. I'm going to change the habit. I'm going to focus on the behavior. No, it's not far enough. you got to keep going. <laughs> yeah. And it works every time, what you guys are talking about. Every single time, if you go all the way back to the belief, change the belief, the behavior by default will change and the results will change. It's and so results... Or just showing you what you believe. So if you don't like the results you have, change the belief. Oh, that's so beautiful. We're going to drop drop the gold on how people can do that, and that's that's powerful. And and it's um, they need it. I'm so glad you guys are are working on you know, doing this. That's great. Amazing. Thank Absolutely. you so much, Lori. And the thing is, I want us to like walk away walk away with this idea that we're always manifesting just like Lori said like your re- <laughs> <laughs> your reality right now your life yeah every- yeah all of it <laughs> <laughs> yep totally so yeah when you when you truly realize that you're the cause of every effect and all of your reality then you can take ownership and radical responsibility and do the things you need to do to get what you want to have mm, yeah and, and- yeah, oh. responsibility. Yeah, oh. radical responsibility. That's a responsibility that not a lot of people are willing to take. Nicole, uh, I'm definitely about to invite you on. But one thing I want to touch on about responsibility is people typically look at responsibility as my fault, your fault. <laughs> Who's responsible for this? Looking at responsibility as the actual definition of responsibility, that means your ability to respond. Mm-hmm. And it's grabbing your head around the fact that you literally create your entire experience of life. If wrapping your head around that is too difficult, act as if it's true. And watch how more empowered you feel on actually being able to change your fucking circumstances instead of letting the whole, I don't know, 
I'm not here because of this. I'm not here because of this. If you ever say this because of this, that's an excuse. All right? I just want to let that be known. But, um, Nicole, it's coming up for you. Awesome. Well, thank you. I was like, literally, two of the two of the things that I wanted to say came straight from Nikki in your mouth was just that um, <laughs> assuming radical responsibility is something that I definitely work with my clients. I just call it ARR all the time. I'm like, who's assuming radical responsibility here? And responsibility is also your ability to respond. So I love that you said that. But one of the things that I really think that um, when people are evaluating what's going on with the circumstance in their life and where do I stand, how do I feel about this? I'm a writer as the original part of my entrepreneurial journey was starting and writing. And I always really connected to the idea that when you comes to the, any point of a story, you have the hero, you have the victim, and then sometimes you just have these innocent bystanders or bystanders. And a lot of times people think they got to get involved in every little thing. And sometimes it's like they're running their minds and getting stressed out about situations that really have nothing to do with them. And so they're really taking away and leaking yes. energy that is just like, it's just like, this is not even your story. This isn't even your situation. Like, you know, it's a mind your own business kind of thing. But the assuming radical responsibility part, this is what comes into place when people are just really, really deeply entrenched in the victim mentality. And a lot of times they don't mean to be. And, and I, there's part of my own story that was part of that, where it's like I really just, I felt very entitled to, you know, believing and thinking how I was really believing and feeling. Um, and, and no one could take away the fact that I really had a right to. But did I want to? Did I want to sit there and be the victim of my story? Did I really want this to be? the identity that I connected with for the rest of my life. And so deciding that like, you know what, I just like, let this go. And if I'm going to change my beliefs, I also have to see myself as being able to be my own hero and my own story and nobody else is going to do it for me. And so sometimes you just have to really get radically responsible for yourself in a sense where I'm like, is this even here? Is this for me? Or am I just not minding my own business <laughs> back up out of this? Or is, am I being a victim in this situation? Or can I step forward and be a hero? Where's your belief on who you have to be in this part of the journey? Sometimes, a lot of times, people don't want to really own their responsibility in their story. Oh, Nicole, that was so beautiful. And to add right on to that is you brought up story a lot. And we're constantly telling stories. Okay. So why not tell a better story? We're lying to ourselves one way or the other. Like, let it serve us. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. One thing, one thing I want to say here is, see, and this kind of goes off of what Lori was saying in terms of like, we're always focused on the result. We try to change the habit. But guys, wanting to change something bad enough is literally not enough. If, if what you want, if you're, if what you want has no belief that actually supports that. Like how Lori said, your beliefs create your behavior, behavior creates your results. And that is so freaking true. I don't know about the people on this call here, but who here used to believe in freaking Santa Claus, right? <laughs> Whenever you believe in Santa Claus, what do you do? Um, hi, Leslie. So happy to see you here. Hey, yeah, whoa, 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 Adrian. What, what, are you trying to tell me Santa Claus isn't real? <laughs> no, no, all, all I'm saying is like, you do what you do, all right? Okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just giving you a hard time. No, I told you, got you. I told you got you. But I believe in unicorn corns and fairies so don't even try to mix well we that. won't touch that no worries 
But like, if if you truly believe somebody's gonna go down a chimney one day and do all of this, do all of this, then you end up behaving in such a way where you put milk and cookies and even a little note from Santa right there, and you you really do that. But the moment that you realize, the moment that you know somebody tells you Santa Claus is not real, and you fully believe that, your behavior completely changes. So wanting something is not bad enough if the beliefs you hold are not in alignment with what you want. You can go after something at all you want. But if you don't have a belief that actually is an energetic match, just like we're listening to the radio. If I want to listen to 96.7 and I have my dial on 102.3, I'm never going to get to 96.7 no matter how much I want to get there. But if I can just get it to the right frequency. It's like the whole world kind of comes pouring into my radio, right? So it's, it's that exact thing. And one more thing here about radical responsibility. If you truly don't believe that you create your reality, and I'm talking from every bump on your body to every, to every like, you just walking by and stubbing your toe. Like, I'm literally, I, when I say everything, I mean everything in existence. If you don't believe you're the creator right now, just like this is when I got this perspective from Sadhguru, it absolutely changed my life. Let's look at this right now. My voice, you are listening to it and you think I'm somewhere out here. You think I'm external from me, but in reality, my voice is simply a vibration that's being picked up by your organism that is then being turned into and interpreted going through your filters and you're making it mean something based off of your filters and filters. We can have a whole conversation on what that is, but <laughs> it's going through there and it's being created within yourself. Because if you were listening right now and you did not even understand one word of English or you were here. In other words, you create the meaning. Everything is seen within yourself. I mean, everything is experienced within. If you touch right now, you're sitting by a table, touch that table. You think you actually feel a table, but it's actually impossible to feel anything. All you're feeling is the sensations in your own hand. If me and Nikki right now were to just shake hands, I don't feel Nikki's hand. I feel the sensations in my own hand. If I look at, if I look at something, I'm not looking outwardly. The actual light, the source of the light, is actually happening in the back of my head in something called your optical lobe. Right? So truly, you create everything. If you eat a banana, that banana turns into flesh and bone. If I sat here, snap my fingers, turn a banana into a human being, who would you think I am? Right? And that exact process is happening within yourself. So when I say you create your entire reality, the belief that you don't create your reality is literally an energetic block. 1,000%. But Again, if you don't even believe this to be true, act as if it is and watch your entire life turn around because now the the crew is no longer steering the ship. The captain is telling the crew where to go and you actually get there. So that's my little spiel there. That's so perfect. That's yeah. Amazing. So do you want to talk about how, what we're going to cover next week on Thursday? Yes, yes, yes. So Next, so the way that we chatted about these things here, next week I, w- I want to like make it 
seemed like an actual journey for all of you guys. Like, this is like an actual experiential journey. Next week, we're actually going to pull one, maybe even two, depending on time. One person from the audience, and we're going to do like a live submodality belief change session. Like, we're literally going to take you through what paying clients pay us a lot of money to do right here. Because we're not doing this for money. We're doing this to put the power of creation back where it belongs in your hand. So if that's something you would love to be randomly selected for, then I strongly encourage you to join us next week, same exact time, 8 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. And we are going to be doing these every single Thursday. All right, so be sure to go ahead and throw this in your calendar. Um, But aside from that, that's kind of where we're going to be next week, guys. So if that's something you don't want to miss out on, and even if you don't get picked to come up live, sitting down and observing something like that, oh, my God. I just just got to tell you guys, just that (laughs) opportunity alone is huge. I've been through these sessions with Nikki, and, I mean, guys – uh, I can't even explain what she's done for me. I mean, she helped me get off of cereal. <laughs> through, through, she helped me get off of my addiction to cereal through this specific technique. So wait, like, now I we're getting rid of Santa and cereal? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. For me, I was like, look, Nikki. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> cereal ruins my diet. I need to get off of cereal. And now every time I eat cereal, I think of bacon. Due to this specific technique, guys. So what I'm, and I don't like bacon. I don't eat meat. This is so funny, but it deals with so much more than just food cravings. We can literally take you from not having a lot of confidence and belief in yourself, in your business, to knowing with 100% certainty that you have this. Like, you've got it in the bag, so. Kaboom. Laura, anything you want to say before we, before we kind of let, let um, everybody go about the rest of their beautiful evening? I, I just need to say who whoever um, doesn't show up next week is missing out because I know it's going to be gold. It's going to be gold. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Nikki, any last, any last words you'd like to express? I just, I want to say thank you for everyone who's here because time is precious. It's something we never get back. So the fact that you guys showed up for yourself and showed up for, I mean, just, just to be here. I just want to thank you. Yeah. Hey guys, tap yourself on the back for sticking around because this is, I mean, yeah, this is a time investment within yourself, guys. Yes. So again, before we go, if you want to grab that free training we have of the reprogramming, just go to mindandmuscleacademy.com slash reprogram. You get free access to that private training. And um, aside from that, go ahead. You can follow us on Instagram and all of that good stuff, guys. But we will be here next week, same time. So I'll see you guys then. Have a beautiful night, guys. Okay, bye. Bye.